Hey, top of the morning to you. It is what? March 3rd. It's TGIF. It's Friday. My name is Mike. I'm your host. And yes, this is the Freight Broker TV podcast. Where you been, Mike? We've had all kinds of issues. We uh, Usually the week between, what, Christmas and New Year's. Well, we update our equipment and, uh, you know, make changes around here. That's why we don't schedule any live training sessions during that week at Tautoy anyway. And we did all of that, of course. And here a few weeks ago, one of our servers went down. Our main server went down and everything was kind of turned upside down. And we have just now gotten everything kind of right side up again. So we are back in business, back in business. Anyway, we did not do it. We, actually, this podcast was supposed to be done uh, February 28th, but scheduling issues and things like that. But here we are today, March 3rd, Friday, TGIF. There's a joke with the date tomorrow, March 4th. It's the only, what? what is it? The only date on the calendar that orders you to do something, March 4th. Get the idea? Anyway, if you are not familiar with Freight Broker TV, we are a website. You'll find us at FreightBrokerTV.com. We're dedicated to helping you learn more about freight brokering, be it a freight broker agent, uh, freight brokerage company, whatever. We have videos and things. like Everything we post, you'll be able to find there, including the podcast. But we also use it, too, uh, with Tautoa. You know, matter of fact, so you know more about me, if you don't have any clue who I am, I am the lead consultant with Tautoa. And that means that, well, well, Tautoa, anyway, it is a training and logistics uh, firm that specializes in training freight brokers, freight broker agents. Uh, we help out trucking companies. Uh, we have training and consulting packages. We have consulting-only packages. We do marketing, media, things of that nature. We, we, we are here to support, consult, and train, but we have all kinds of different packages to go over. Matter of fact, you know, if you are thinking, you, you know, you got it in your head, you found this podcast, and you're thinking, you know, gee, I'd, I'm really like maybe become a freight broker. One word of advice, we did a, a uh, webinar here, I don't know what, 18 months ago, two years ago, and it, it, it still holds true today. What that webinar is, is simply, it's about a 30-minute webinar talking about how to become a freight broker, freight broker agent. And I recommend everyone thinking about getting into this industry to watch that webinar because we give you the good, the bad, the ugly. And we go through about, okay, freight broker, freight broker agent, how do you want to start? And if you've heard this podcast before you, before you already know the answer to that, it's to start out as a freight broker agent. The reason that is is simple. It gives you the opportunity to learn the business, get involved, build a customer base, gain experience, really, you know, get the lay of the land before you step out on your own. Once you step out on your own, get your own authority, become your own freight brokerage company, everything's going to be on you. Everything will be on you. As an agent, you're working under somebody else's license. And that's going to allow you to, you know, build that customer base. And when you get that customer base built, the hard part's done. You've been through the startup period, and we talk about the startup period. Startup period, and we're going all over the place. Wasn't going to get into this that much this morning. Startup period is that period of time when you start your broker operation and you start actually making money. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Don't let anybody tell you it does. We get calls 
weekly somebody been told yeah you know i i can i heard i can start making money pretty quick i make a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah you can but not this year <laughs> you know you got to build the business up it's your business freight broker freight broker agent you are your own business you're an if you're an agent you're going to be an independent contractor that means uh, no taxes held out no benefits you're going to make 100 percent of the money you make and you pay your own expenses simple as that see what i mean if you are the freight broker, same same story, uh, you, you know. Except you you got to pay the trucks, you got to build the shippers, you got to you got to do it all, all the administrative. Anyway, if you got any questions about any of that, uh, well, first I recommend check out our website taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. We have all kinds of packages available. You can contact me there through that website if you wish. But if you got questions you like to send to the podcast FBTV, we get them all the time. You can email them to FBTV. At FreightBrokerTV.com, we have contact forms on our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. All right. Today, March the 3rd, today is Canadian Bacon Day. It's Employee Appreciation Day. It's Cold Cuts Day, if you like bologna, all those kind of cold cuts. I got turkey in there and chicken right now. All right, we do this too. If you're new to the podcast, we do a an impossible question, every podcast. And if I remember to answer it before we get done with the podcast, that's a good thing. But today's impossible question, a new study found that doing this once a day will make you happier. What is it? A new study found that doing this once a day will make you happier. What is it? We'll answer that before the uh, podcast is done. Hey, check out our website too. We got a new FBTV podcast mug. It's available for you. It's it's a good looking mug. It's got uh, it's got a mug, mug. It's got a it's it's our it's got our podcast logo up there. Young kid, his mug yelling into a microphone. But anyway, you can check it out on our website, freightbrokertv.com. Okay, here's some things you might want to know. In California, Yosemite National Park has been closed indefinitely due to the massive snow that has hit over the past week. Some areas of the park are under 15 feet of snow the deepest snow i've ever seen and keep in mind i'm in arkansas i'm down i'm a southern boy deepest snow i've ever seen was up around plattsburgh new york i pulled in a rest area had to go to the bathroom got out of the truck and the sidewalk had been cleaned but the snow was so high the snow on both sides of the it was a wall on both sides of that sidewalk that was literally taller than me and I'm about six foot tall. And, uh, that, that I thought, whoa, you know, what a trip. I remember that like it was yesterday. Speaking of the weather, I walked outside yesterday and noticed for the first time that there are buds starting to uh, appear on the trees around here. That is a sure sign of spring. Also, while I'm on the subject, don't forget coming up March 12th, that's uh, daylight savings time when we uh, spring forward. So don't don't forget that. Matter of fact, if you keep up with this stuff, it's the same day as the Oscars, isn't it? Yep. Who cares? Who cares about the Hey, your, your birthday today? You're in pretty good company. Vincent Van Gogh was born on this day back in 1854. James Doohan, that name kind of sound familiar to you? Scotty from Star Trek. Hey, I'm giving it all she got, Captain. <laughs> 
He was born on this day back in 1920. Herschel Walker, he shouldn't be this old. He's 61. He played for the Cowboys, Vikings, Eagles. He was born on this day back in 1962. Heidi Swedberg, if I'm pronouncing that name right, born on this day back in 1966. The name may not sound familiar. It didn't to me until I saw the little note beside. She was Susan on Seinfeld, George's, uh, George's woman. Remember George? He killed her. Well, he didn't kill her, but she got poisoned from licking all those envelopes, <laughs> the cheap envelopes he bought. <laughs> you know, if you ever watch Seinfeld, I used I used to watch it, cracked up, <laughs> cracked me up. But really, ever watch it? The 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 the, the finale. That's where they needed to be. They really they were evil, <laughs> funny but evil. All right, today in history, Florida became the 27th U.S. state back in 1845 and 1875. 30 years later, Congress authorized the 20-cent coin. It lasted three years. Susan B. Anthony, is she still around? The coin? I don't know. 1885, AT&T, they were incorporated. About 100 years later, I think they were split up, weren't they? Maybe 90 years, something like that. Moonlighting, Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis. Today in 1985, it premiered on ABC TV. How about that? How's Bruce doing? I know he's not well. Sybil, too. We're all getting up there these days. All right, what else? So you told you about California. Netflix. Hey, if you got a Netflix account, you're letting people sponge off your account. They're getting ready to crack down on that password sharing. So it's a good time to check if anyone is using your account who shouldn't be and get them blocked before it comes back on you. Frasier, TV show Frasier, they are currently shooting new episodes of the uh, new Frasier. Eventually going to find its way to Paramount+. Plus. Lilith is back, Frasier's ex. Wonder if she, well, it says Frasier's ex is back as his ex, I guess so. I, I, th I really thought Frasier would come back Married to somebody. I was trying to figure out who he might be married to. I was thinking it was Jane Smart, but she's had a medical issue going on here. So I doubt it would be her. But anyway, we'll see. And if you're up in the Northwest, Washington State is considering a change in the law that would allow you to bury family members in your backyard. You're going to have your own family cemetery in your backyard. I don't know about that. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about some trucking stuff here. Let's talk about fuel and spot rate. Let's get into the updates for this week. This week being uh, the week of February 27th. Uh, fuel prices from the EIA. Diesel is uh, $4.29 a gallon on average, down $0.08 cents per gallon from last week. That's good. They brag about this, but it's still way too high. Way too high. Gasoline, $3.42 a gallon. It's down Four cents from last week. Woohoo, it's still way too high. <laughs> Don't make any sense, does it? Spot rates from last week. Uh, van rates are down 0.9%. Flatbed up 0.5%. When I, you know, I'm saying they're not up 5%. I'm saying 0.5%. Refrigerated rates, they are down 1.3%. Now let's look at spot rates compared to last month. Big change. And I, I think here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to see a turnaround here where things start going back the right direction. Van, spot rates from last month. I re, uh, keep it. Well, let's see. This is for February. 
March is going to be about the same. We're only three days into March, and this was compiled when it was still February. But anyway, so this is February to January, not March to January. Next week, we're going to see a little bit bigger change. Van rates are down 11 cents per mile, down to 237 on average. How can fuel be at 429 and rates at 237? That's crazy, man. That, that's what the fuel surcharge included. We'll get to that in a minute. Flatbed rates, uh, February to January, down four cents per mile, down to 271. Refrigerated, down 18 cents per mile. Jeez, down to 261 per mile. Fuel charge, fuel, fuel, sir, it's early. <laughs> Still on my first cup of coffee. Fuel surcharge, flatbed uh, average is 61 cents per mile. Dry van, 51. Refrigerated, 55. Averaged out, we're looking at 56 cents per mile for a fuel surcharge, and that's average. Now, when we talk about the spot rates, that includes the fuel surcharge. So flatbed, 271, you take 61 out of that for your fuel surcharge, you're at 210. Used to always take me off about fuel surcharge. And I think this is where trucking companies really screwed themselves with that fuel surcharge because they started competing against each other. You got the Swifts, you got the Schneiders, the JBs, all that kind of stuff going on out there. And they're competing against each other. And they try to find a way to lower their rates. Well, they, they lower the line haul. They go in and say, hey, you know, we'll do it for this much. But if fuel hits this price, we're going to have to, you know, initiate that fuel surcharge. And everybody got on that bandwagon. I think that was a bad idea. But neither here nor there. Well, here's a no-brainer. Autonomous truck startup Locomation will be closing. These these autonomous startups or these autonomous truck makers, I don't know. I, I, I just don't believe in that. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in any autonomous vehicle. I don't. Driverless truck startup company Locomation has laid off most of its staff as it winds down operations, the second autonomous vehicle outfit in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area to close in the last four months. Starting to drop like flies, it looks like. So what else here? A new survey of owner-operator highlights importance of knowing operating costs. Hey, if you're a broker, this is important to you. If you are thinking about becoming a broker, or even a broker agent, or if you are a broker agent, this is this is critical. You've got to know your operating costs. If you don't know your operating costs, you're not going to know how much money you need to make. A truck, you've got to know your operating costs. I used to be when I had my trucks. I used to be able to tell you down to cost per mile. I could tell you how much it was costing me to run that, to, how, how much my tires were costing me to go a mile down the road. I knew that. You've got to know that. A recent survey shows that owner-operators who know their operating costs stand to make significantly more money than those who don't. No kidding. This is from OIDA. On February 22nd, the OIDA Foundation, the research and education arm of the OOIDA, released the results of their 2022 freight rate survey. Now in its 11th year, <laughs> the annual survey of the association's members aims to document the holistic changes that are occurring within the trucking industry, including freight rates. 
According to the survey, in 2022, owner-operators who knew their cost of operations earned $1.15 more per mile, $1,500 more per trip, versus those who did not. You've got to know your operating costs. Matter of fact, I ran into a guy. Actually, he's a friend of a friend. We became friends, and uh, he's got an app. He's an owner-operator. He's got his own truck. i got to find that. I need to uh, I'll share that with you. But you can get this app that he has, and you can input all the information into it about your operation. You know, your truck, it's not really meant for a trucking company as much as it is for an owner-operator operating under their own authority. But you can put the information in it, and it will tell you, yeah, you can make money on that trip. But it's going to force you to figure out what your cost per mile is. You've got to know that. Cost per mile, that's permits, insurance, fuel, license tires, maintenance, your pay, all of it, road and fuel taxes, the whole nine yards. Now, if you're a broker, you've got to know that too. How much are your load boards, rent, overhead, electric, telephones, internet? You've got to know all that. You figure out what your cost is, your operating cost is. Now you know what kind of money you got to make. You've got a goal. You know, first thing you want to do is break even, but you got to make, you know, you got to make money too, you know, to pay yourself. So, if you got that goal, you can obtain the goal as long as it's realistic. All right, what else? <laughs> I see in the did you know department, according to a study, the best, best time to buy an airline ticket, 70 days before you use it. I, I get that. Here in Fort Smith, we got a little crop duster airport. You know, you can fly in and out. It's got what Southwest or American Eagle or whatever. Not no, we don't. We do not have Southwest, American Eagle. You know the little crop dusters fly from airport to airport to get you to a bigger airport so you can get on the big plane. We've got those, and if you try to get out of here tomorrow to fly anywhere, I don't care. It's going to cost you a thousand bucks. You've got to plan your trip. So they say the best time to buy airline ticket is 70 days ahead before you need it. But most of the time, you really don't know when you're going to need your, you know, airline. I wonder, I'm, I'm thinking most airline tickets are probably bought as needed. I don't know too many people that sit back and go, yeah, two months from now. <laughs> you might have planned a big vacation or something like that, I guess. The researchers say that being in love makes water taste sweeter. I don't know about that. Okay, each time you see a full moon, you always see the same side. I've noticed that. I've always noticed that. One out of ten of us will spill something in ourselves after getting up and around today. So that I'm sure the same is going to hold true tomorrow. So you would think, since 10% of us spill something on ourselves on a daily basis, you would think that one out of every, every 10 days, we will spill something on ourselves. Maybe it don't work out that way. About one-third of people surveyed said a salad is the worst thing to eat when driving. <laughs> spaghetti. Spaghetti, no. Pizza, no. I, I tell you something else. When I was driving, and I like Subway sandwiches, but no. Not while you're behind the wheel. Those things, they'd be all over the place. 
All right, news and headlines. Uh, family raised a 250-pound dog for two years, but turns out it wasn't a dog at all. <laughs> it was a bear. An adorable puppy with a big appetite going through a box of fruits and two buckets of noodles each day. Okay, you got to step back a little bit. How could you not know this was a bear? Really? You know what I mean? Well, anyway, this family, soon they question if the dog was actually a, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pronounce this, this wrong type, type, tip mastiff, type 10, type 10 mastiff. Anyway, which can grow up to 71 inches tall and weigh up to 180 pounds. Matter of fact, I've got a friend up in uh, PA that has one of those mastiffs. They, they rescue, they do rescue dogs. And I think they got a couple of them up there. Anyway. The more this dog grew, the more he looked like a bear. Officials were called in to inspect the dog only to find out that the pet wasn't actually a dog at all. Turns out they were raising an endangered Asiatic black bear. All right, let's stop right there for a minute. When I read that, just like I said in the beginning, how could you mistake a bear for a dog? So I Googled it. Okay, when they're when they're cubs, yeah, kind of looked like a puppy maybe, but come on, it, it you know two years it's looking like a bear. Sometime between that adorable cuddly puppy look, it started looking like a bear. I promise you. Anyway, the animal is highly profitable on the black market, fetching thousands of dollars in illegal sales. Asiatic black bears have been used in Asian traditional medicine and foods. Despite the bear being kept as a domestic pet, the animal was taken into care at the Union Wildlife Rescue Center. Staff members were so afraid of the animal that they decided to sedate it before transporting it. According to officials, the bear is living a healthy life. They say this is not the first time this mistake has been made, really. Local media reported that a uh, man, also from Union Province, raised the bear after finding it alone the forest and believed also that it was a stray dog come on <laughs> give me a break all right again before we get out of here i'm going to encourage you to check out our website not only freightbrokertv.com but uh, taltoa if you've listened to the website all the way through to here you're probably interested in becoming a freight broker freight broker agent maybe you're a trucking company maybe you want to get your own authority be a trucking company maybe you are a trucking company looking for ways to uh, get your own customers Maybe you're just looking for an, a way to have a, an additional stream of revenue. A freight broker can do that for you, being a freight broker. Our website, we have all kinds of packages. Matter of fact, the, they're, they're, they're pretty much all on demand. Once you register, you have access to that first training session that day. It just takes a little bit of time to process. Now, you'd also have the option of adding live training, doing a live training upgrade. What that means is not only will you have access to the on-demand but we will schedule a one-on-one -on -one live training session with you. We schedule live training Monday through Friday between 9 a.m. and noon Central Time. Now, in the training itself, we're going to go through everything with you. As far as day-to-day -day operation, working as a freight broker, how to, how to prospect, how to find potential customers, what to say, how to make your sales calls, how to respond, how to calculate rates, how to negotiate, uh, how to find trucks, everything from getting the load all the way through delivery of the load. 
uh, including legal and contracts. Once you have completed your essential training, training is going to be in six individual sessions. Now you can do your sessions on consecutive days, be it on demand or live. It doesn't matter. You can do them on consecutive days, but we highly recommend giving yourself at least a day break between each session. The reason we recommend that is simple. It gives you that day to go back, review, to, to really absorb the material in that session, that previous session, as well as get the homework done. Yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be exercises. It gives you a chance to start practicing what you learn. Like in part one, you're going to start building the prospect list. Prospect list is going to be the companies that you want to contact when you're able to start making these contacts or sales calls. And you don't want to make any sales calls until after you've been placed into our mentorship program, or you're working under a licensed broker or your own license. It's illegal to do so. It's illegal to solicit freight unless you are working under your own license or somebody else's. All right. Simple as that. You don't want to get into trouble. Anyway, in our packages, all of our packages, the, the, uh, from the basic all the way up to the, uh, freight broker packages, they all include essential training followed by a, a specific period of time you can be in our mentorship program, the mentorship program. We call it the Tautoa mentorship program that, that allows you to begin your freight broker operation as a freight broker agent through us under our licensed brokerage. That allows you to begin getting the experience, building that customer base. Now people always ask, do I get paid for doing that? Yeah, you can make money as in the mentorship program. It's set up just like any other freight broker agent. If you would go to any other freight brokerage company, agents in the mentorship program, they can earn a commission of 60% of net net is the profit on the load. So for instance, you had a customer that agreed to pay you $2,000 to move load from point A to point B. And you obtained a truck and that truck agreed to move the load for you, uh, for $500 or not 500, $2,500. You would have a $500 load net. So if that was your load with a $500 profit, $500 net on that load, your commission being 60%, you would make 60% of that 500. Your commission would be 300 bucks. That's how that works. Now with that said, understand if you don't have customers, you don't have loads. If you don't have loads, you're not going to make any money. You have got to focus in the mentorship program. That's what it's designed for is to allow you to get out there, start building that customer base. So you can make money. It's just, you're not going to start brokering tomorrow and start making money next week. You've because it takes time. It's your business. You've got to get the customer. You've got to build the relationships. There's another side to that coin too. You got to build that carrier following. You get the idea. That's what the mentorship allows you to do. Now, people also ask, well, Hey, I'm going to do all this work, but what about when I leave the mentorship program? What about all those customers? They're yours. You're going to find in a brokerage operation, your customers, they're buying you. They're not buying the brokerage nine times out of 10. They're not buying the brokerage. You're the one that's taking care of them. You're the one that, that that's making sure all the details are done correctly. There's no mistakes. They're buying you. So yeah, you know, you, you exit the mentorship program. You can be in the mentorship program, depending on the package, anywhere from three to 12 months. You get the idea. Just totally up to you.
depends on the package. Now, when you exit the mentorship program, though, yeah, your customers go with you, but your package still continues. Even though you're not in the mentorship program, you're going to continue to receive the same consulting for the next three to 12 months, depending on the package. See what I mean? All right. Now, what does that do for you? Well, during the mentorship program, yeah, you're able to work through us under our license, but you know, we're, we're overseeing everything you do. We're, we're, we're consulting you along the way. you got problems, situations, you need help with something. You just want to have a, a call, a consult call for whatever the reason may be. It could be marketing. It could be, Hey, you know, am I doing this right? That kind of thing. You can do that. But even though you're out of the mentorship program, that's when your consulting period kicks in. It's going to be anywhere from three to 12 months, depending on the package you still have that same consulting that you had while in the mentorship program. And at the end of that period, if you want to renew, you can, you can add more time to your consulting. Not a big deal. We got packages available, the basic and the standard. If you're thinking about becoming a freight broker agent, those will probably be the two you want to look at. We do have packages for freight brokers. And what I, I'm talking about, maybe you, you, you don't have a freight brokerage now, but you're thinking about, Hey, within the next three to six months, I am going to open up a freight brokerage. I'm going to get my authority, my license, all that. And I'm going to be operational. We have packages for you too. And if you want to be in the mentorship program, you can. A lot of people, a lot of our clients, they start out in the mentorship program with the freight broker package. And th th those, the length of time you can be in the mentorship program, depending on the package you choose, if you're thinking about being a freight broker, is anywhere from six to 12 months. That's going to be followed by, it doesn't matter. The freight broker packages, they all have a 12-month consulting period after the uh, mentorship program. See what I mean? Anyway, you got any questions about any of that, look it over, taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. You can register for whatever package right there on the website. If you have any questions, though, feel free to call me, 479-668-0838. I'll be happy to discuss any of the packages with you. All right, real good. That's going to wrap this podcast up for this week. We'll be back next week. I'm not sure what days we're going to be doing stuff on, but we will be. I promise you we're going to get things rolling back to normal. 2023's kind of been weird so far, but we're getting back to normal. Uh, but anyway, have a good weekend. Have a great weekend, unless, of course, you've made other plans, and we will talk next week. Later. <music>